Sit back and relax while you listen to Train Kickers podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-hosts Dan and Steve, take you all around the world of miniature wargaming. On tonight's episode, we're getting back into the deep dives that we started before. Now, before we kind of took this little uh, excursion through some other topics and all the events that we had done, we had started going through Solar Auxilia. In particular, what we started with was really more of how to take them as an ally, and specifically, how could you take maybe models you already have, if you don't have a lot of these Forge models, which would be, say, your Imperial Guard or Astro Militarum, and use them for this army. What we want to start tonight, then, is we want to actually start doing our proper deep dive of discussing every little facet about this. We talked a bit about the best way to do that. We figured what we should start with is the HQs and the Elites. We'll kind of follow that progression throughout. And then, you know, different abilities or combat doctrines or, sorry, cohort doctrines. We'll probably maybe, if we do more about that, we'll discuss that a bit later. We think it makes more sense to talk about the units. Then we can talk about how to fill in an army. Maybe at the end, what we'll do is a how to make a full army rather than just the ally to kind of see those pieces be highlighted. And now, on to the show. All right, gentlemen, how are you on this? Uh, it is Wednesday. We didn't record Monday because I barely slept and Dan apparently had a bad day. So we And and Steve, play, what board game did you play, Steve? You said you went to board um, game night. Yeah, um, so we played a game called Bang, which is an Italian cowboy game. Um, Italian. It, it, I yeah, wouldn't so call that Italian, it, but okay. So it was it was originally in a uh, game in Italian, translated okay. into English. It's like all the game cards have the Italian and then English underneath it. Yeah. Um. Sometimes knowing Italian helped a little bit with like understanding what they mean, because like words might literally translate slightly differently. But yeah, no, it was it was a lot of fun. It's basically Secret Hitler crossed with a card game. Yeah. So you guys played? Was it Bang the Dice game you guys played, or no? It, it, um, it was a like a social deduction, but also card game. Okay. So there's a dice form of it that's similar. Yeah. Is there? Oh. Okay. Yes. I'll have to look into that one too. But yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. And then we also played our our go to game, um, DC Deck Builder. That game has probably gotten played more than anything else in the last two years because it's just so straightforward. Just pick up shuffle up play around to either open up or close the night so yeah kept it pretty lightweight i'd say okay well it's all right hey not every time can be twilight imperium which actually i had to schedule that for not too distant future from now yeah, you, have to, you have to give dan that chance to win <laughs> well I, I i had to give him a chance to sit at the table in no way do i actually have to give him a chance to win <laughs> those are very very different things um hope uh Last time we did somewhat random pulls for people who are new. We kind of let them choose what they wanted for this one might still do random or there's some of the factions I would like to try out. Not because they're necessarily good because they kind of fit the idea I like. So we'll see exactly how we do that. But um, that'll, I don't know, hopefully be soon. I keep forgetting that I need to actually schedule that before I start getting way too busy for things. Although in May I go off of work. So then I have plenty of time. All right. So why don't we get into the solar auxilia? Um, we are going to start much like we did last time with just a brief overview for anyone who either doesn't know them, didn't listen to other piece, or it's been a while. Um, who would like to give a brief overview of these guys? I could touch on it very <laughs> Say apparently so, no one wants to. <laughs> so essentially, Solar Auxilia are the elite human forces. Not the elite forces of humanity, just the elite human forces. So they are almost like um, uh, um, the Scions in 40k terms, 
where they are, you know, human soldiers, uh, maybe with minor genetic enhancements, maybe not, but armed with some like pretty high end weaponry. So they got like, you know, like above like, you know, your your over the counter um, las gun types. These guys have las rifles, which are, in fact, quite different from a las gun because they have a much stronger shooting mode at strength six that they get to utilize. But it's heavy, so there's, you know, some pros and cons to it. Um, they also all wear um, some sort of void armor. That's going to give them a four up save instead of the five up that a flak armor might give you. So they have better armor as well. But um, this is Horus Heresy. It's a very lethal battlefield. A four up save. Good luck. Yeah. There's a lot of cases where four up isn't doing you any good because heavy bolters, all the kind of things. There's there's a lot of weapons that hit fours that Marines don't care about, but you suddenly die to in droves. Oh yeah. So it's a it's a very um how I put it, attrition heavy army to play. Mm-hmm. But to balance it out, you get to put a lot of models on the table if you want. Um, or just run a lot of Lehman Russes. There, there's a few ways you could do a um, Solar Auxilia army. I got my favorites. Everyone has their favorites, though. Um, let's see. They got some. So, yeah, you got your main you know, units, which are usually last um, rifle wielding guys and basic suits of armor with the four up save. But they have some units that either have Volkite chargers or like these cool power axes that are really fun. They have. Um, if you thought Ogrens were cool. You're going to love Charonite Ogrens. And like I mentioned earlier, Lehman Russes. I think that's pretty much like the roster. Some weapon teams. Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah. these are the humans. If you want to play humans, this is currently what you have. They have mentioned that they're going to do more of like standard guard at some point. But who knows when that will be. Um, a few other big things to keep in mind, especially as we get to some of these units. Some of these units come in. Um, for the ones we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about two out of about the four or so they have is that they can come in tercios. Um, much like Imperial Guard, where you can buy a platoon and a platoon can be made up of a variety of things. You could have zero to one of these or two or three of these and so on. Tercio is essentially the same sort of idea. So when we talk about that for a unit, um, it's going to tell us what makes it up. So how many and of what they're allowed to purchase. The big thing for Tercio is that if they're doing a reaction in shooting or moving, um, all the units from that Tercio that are in formation, formation means you got a model within three inches of another one of these units, part of that Tercio, that they can react as well. So if you have your Tercio parts bunched up, Someone shoots one piece of it, everyone can fire back or everyone can run away and all of that. Um, so that's one of the biggest things that we're going to see when we get to the, some of those parts. And the other thing is they have, instead of rights of war, they have these cohort doctrines. We discussed a few. We might do more of them later, but we'll get to all of that when the time comes. All right. Um, anything else for a basic primer? Um, I suppose you probably talk about the close order subtype real fast. Yes. That's a very important thing for these guys. So the close order subtype is something unique to this faction. Um, the short version is um, you get a one inch coherency. Ooh, kind of rough, especially when you have a four up save, lots of blast weapons for AP3 and AP4. It's a tough spot to be in, but um, you are going to move half speed and shoot heavy weapons. 
and charge after shooting heavy and rapid fire weapons. So, you know, move slow, shoot no penalty. That's nice. Um, you can't run. And if you do a movement reaction, you're losing an inch off the distance. But other than that, um, that's what it is. <laughs> I think I don't think anything else to really say. No. But it it's is ne- fairly significant to the way they play. Yeah. It, it's absolutely necessary because their basic weapon is a heavy weapon. Oh, you yeah. know. So if these guys couldn't move and shoot, or in that case, move, shoot, assault, all those sorts of things, they would be off, honestly awful. So they at least have some fire, uh, viability with that then. But, all right. Um, all why right. don't we start getting into units? The first unit. The salty. Dan, yeah. Dan's messing around with his microphone stand. I can hear it. Um, is the legate marshal. Um, who wants to take Isn't the marshal? Legate? I'm I'm going legate. Legate could be. I mean, if we're assuming it's, you know, essentially Roman to standing, might it's probably legate. But I'm going legate. <laughs> I'm fine either way. Um, who actually wants to talk about him though? I'll I'll, I'll take him. I'll take him. Okay. You two talked first. Yeah. So legate uh, legate marshal is. Um, 85 points, so actually relatively cheap, around a sister's HQ level. Uh, movement 6, weapon skill 5, ballistic skill 5, strength and toughness 3, 4 wounds. So he says many wounds as a custodian tribune. Okay. Wild. <laughs> He's chunky, what can we say? Jesus Christ. Uh, 4 initiative, 4 attacks, leadership 10. So he's a, he a pretty good dude. He uh, is a heavy character, which is interesting. Uh, mostly because probably has heavy void armor. Last pistol, yep. close combat weapon, refractor field, frag grenades, crack grenades. He, of course, has the cohort doctrines. He's an independent character. He's stubborn. He also has battle hardened one. So he will it's not necessary. die. Yeah, he will not die to strength six, which is nice. Yay. Other than that, I mean, he's got pretty much the norm of what a character can take. He's got his blast pistol, needle pistol, hand flamer, Volkite Serpenta, Plasmus pistol, Inferno pistol, Archaeotech pistol, which is one of my favorites. One shot, three up rend. Insanely awesome. Oh, I love uh, the Archaeotech pistol. Yeah, it's so it's, much fun. It, I always have, like, for, for I think for uh, yeah, Custodians, it's only five points, and I'm always, like, five points under, so I just throw it on him. It's one of the, I ne- might never shoot it, but, hey, you know, it's there. Um... He can exchange his close combat weapon for a power weapon, charnable weapon, thunder hammer. Mm, spicy. Power fist. Power thunder hammer on a strength three guy isn't that good. Yeah, but now you're getting strength six. At least it's two, brutal with too. Four attacks each. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, you can take artificer armor for 10 points. He can mastercraft for 10. He could take an iron halo for 20. And then here's where Dan gets salty. He could take a cyber familiar for 15 points. So now the only oh, yeah. not allowed Three to up there, Yep, is a, is a custodian. That's the only one that I does not have access to a three-up bull. It absolutely shouldn't. When we have less, when we have as many wounds as a Myrmidon, it's kind of hurtful. But it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I don't need I don't need a cyber familiar. You, you, it's cool. There's always an issue when you compare across armies. And the issue is that yeah. theoretically, when an army is balanced, they don't have to balance to each other. They just have to balance across. So, you know, saying like, oh, I don't get as much as this other thing that we have repeatedly said is unbalanced would itself be unbalanced to do. I just want to cyber from there. 
we used to have them. <laughs> now, honestly, that would be oh, too much. I would just, so I wouldn't want to face that. It's well, when you're already toughness five, which means you're really not getting doubled out. Not true. You don't also need a way to never take wounds. And you're swinging first instant. Yes. Oh, that's a different year. I hate that. I hate that they're free. Oh, it's so stupid. Anyway, and you take multiple bombs for 20, which is, wait, really? 20 points? Yes. That's fairly typical. Multiple bombs are usually expensive. Why do I feel not a cheap upgrade? 15 to 10 usually. Am I crazy? So uh, 15 to 25, honestly. You have to consider that his base strength is three, right? Okay. So that affects the way the weapons are costed, because on a space marine, it's a it's like melted bombs or a thunder hammer, right? The melted bombs aren't as significant of a thing because he has the thunder hammer option available to him, which would be another strength eight attack. But now instead of being instant death, it's brutal two, which depending on how your opponent's dice are behaving, might be a better trade. Got it. Um, okay. On the other hand, this guy's strength three. So, like, the melted bombs are a significant change for him. If you mm. look, um, normally the Thunder Hammer is more points than a Paragon Blade. But because is his is only a strength six, it's not as valuable as a strength eight Thunder Hammer because it's not instant death thing a Space Marine. However, a Paragon Blade, one, has a chance to do that, and two, will still be at initiative. So that would be, you know, initiative four with strength four, maybe not five, but still strength four swings, AP two, Paragon Blade is a very clearly strong option here. So, Meltons being 20 does make sense. I don't love it, but it makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I don't like that. No, that was a good argument. Okay. Alright. Um, the other thing to mention is that, they like said, he has Cohort Doctrines. If you want to take a Cohort Doctrine, you need to have this rule. So, he is allowed yep. to take them. The other HQ unit, there's going to be a few others, like some of them are out of the um, Legacies. But for the other main HQ unit, quote-unquote unit we're going to look at, they cannot take it. They don't have the rule. Now, th this is the way you get doctrines. It's, you know, the, the Legate Marshal or Bust. Or a Lehman Russ in one very specific circumstance. Yes. <laughs> but that that's a discussion for another day. Absolutely is. Um, I oh, think all right. probably once we talk about the other one, we talked about it before, of like which one we like better as the option. I think it's a discussion once we talk through... Uh, the command tercio yep. to then discuss the upsides and downsides of each sort of piece. I don't know if Agreed. there's that much to say while, until we see it. Um, oh, and one more thing to note. The Legate Marshal is a zero to one choice. You are only allowed one in your army. Yeah. That does mean in larger points, obviously you have multiple HQ slots. You could absolutely do both. Yeah. So when we were doing ally we weren't really looking at it so much because we only had a few points to work with even if it was legally allowed but now you got more points you could always throw something like that in if you wanted yeah um i could tackle this command tercio real fast go for it um let's see if i can do the whole thing without uh messing it up so <laughs> uh tactical command tercio includes up to three units your options for those three units are you must include one tactical command section okay and you can have up to two companion sections. So either just the command section or one and one or one and two. Pretty straightforward. Um, as mentioned, they're a tercio, so they can share reactions that allow them to shoot or move. So, you know, there's a little bit of help there. But um, they have that very, very tight coherency. Because this unit, like others, is in fact close orders. They have a one-inch coherency within the squad. Um, for stat lines, 
Um, for 105 points, you are getting to start a captain and four companions. The captain is a weapon skill four, ballistic skill four, strength toughness three, wounds three. Wow, that's actually not bad. Initiative four, attacks three, leadership nine, and a four up save. Um, you could upgrade him to the marshal who just gains a weapon skill and an attack compared to the previous profile. And then the companions are very similar, except they only have two wounds and two attacks, and leadership seven. But, I mean, weapon skill four, ballistic skill four, two wound squad is not nothing. Um, only downside is their toughness three, the four up save. So, 105 points, you get five bodies with las rifles, void armor for a four up save. Um, they all have refractor fields. Ooh. Yeah. Yes, they do. I didn't realize they all got it now. That That's tempting. That's really tempting. Um, they get frag and crack grenades, and they come stock with melted bombs. Ooh. Hoo-hoo-hoo. I like that. I already like this a lot better than I thought I would. Um, yeah. For unit types, they're close order. Um, the, infantry, the companions are just infantry close order. The captain or marshal is also a character. No surprise there. They're a tercio, and they are stubborn. And that stubborn helps quite a bit. On the command section, you take an Orox or a Dracus and transport. The Orox is basically a rhino with no guns stock. You could add some weapons. And then a Dracusin is this magnificent forge-rolled beast that has capacity 20. You could drop it down to capacity 10 and give it a demolisher cannon. Um, it, it, it's a cool vehicle. When we get to that, you're going to see why that's a very, very fun little tank. Not very little tank. Very fun big tank. It's actually um, the same like STC as the Gorgon. So if you know what the Gorgon transporter is, that D-Day lander looking thing, yeah. this is the same size as that, the but, D-Day but enclosed. <laughs> Wait, what, what did you call it? A D-Day lander. No, if you look at it. Oh, yeah, I thought you that's... said, I thought, I'm sorry. I thought you said land turd. And no. I'm like, Wait, what? No, 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 no. That's not even what? close. What? Not even close. I love those things. Okay, I was going to say, how dare you? Those are awesome. Yeah, it's like that thing, but it's got a closed top. And the access hatch is in the rear, not the front. But same like chassis, same sides and all that. Very cool vehicle. Um, Yeah, we'll get to that when we get to that. So this command section can include up to five additional companions for 12 points each. So that maxed out at 10. If you have a LAS rifle, you may take a bayonet for one point. However, you also have the option to get rid of your LAS rifle for either a Volkite charger or a power-up and a blast pistol. Um, I'm a fan of giving your Initiative 4 squads in this army some power lances. So now they're Initiative 5 and Strength 4 and maybe bullying Space Marines with their AP3. I don't know. Seems kind of funny and cute. Um, they take charnable weapons, which is I think is a good call on the unit leader. Because now he'll be swinging initiative six in a challenge. Ooh. Um, and that's, uh, you know, those are 10 point options. It's a little pricey. Maybe not all of them. Like half and half, maybe. Um, they can take bolt guns, which is cool. Um, they can take magna and minor combi weapons, which is an interesting one. Um, flamers, grenade launchers, plasma guns, and melted guns. So this is the unit. Well, the, the, the force org slot. Where you get all your special weapons. Yeah. Outside of this, there is an elite choice that can take a rotor gun, and I think that's just about it. 
I believe um, that's right. We might have missed something, but there's yeah. not a lot of yeah, options. Yeah, I was going to... There's not. Yeah. yeah. Unlike um, a Space Marine, they don't have a unit. They don't have units whose whole purpose is to take special or and or heavy weapons. It doesn't quite work that way here. Nope. Um, but yeah. One person could take a command box, one could take an augury scanner. Um, one could take a Vexilla, either an auxilia Vexilla or a cohort Vexilla, which is basically like, you know, your squad standard or your battle standard. Um, I forget what the cohort's Vexilla gets you. It's probably like the Space Marine one where it gives you line and all that, but that would be a great thing for someone to check while I keep going through this. If Dan can pull that up quick. Oh, I have um, it actually. I found it. Oh, I was going to say, um, yeah. Uh, all of the controlling players' units that are part of the attachment within six inches of that are considered to have leadership characteristics of nine. So, okay. not so a little 10, softer like normal. than Space Marines, but still yep. good. Um, for everything but uh, psychic checks, of course, in addition, it makes them line. Okay. So, yes, it's the same idea, but one less on that leadership. Okay. That's not, that's not bad. Very nice. Very nice. Um, yeah, I would take that for sure. Give these guys lines, send them on an objective. I could see it. I could see it. Um, you can upgrade your guy for 10 points, get the extra stats. You can upgrade your unit leader guy into heavy void armor, which will make him a 3-up save instead of a 4-up save. Not a terrible choice. Um, your boss guy can take a LAS pistol and combat close combat weapon generic for free. Um, no. I, I, I sh- uh, uh, nah, probably not, nah. No. Um, then he can take a blast pistol, needle pistol, hand flamer, or plasma pistol instead of the last pistol, and he can take a power fist instead of a generic close combat weapon. Honestly, I would just give everyone a las, um, like a plasma gun or melted gun, or power lances, and just move on with my deck. But there's options. Yeah, I mean they come base with a las rifle, and we, we said this before, but just to make sure people remember, the las rifle is a heavy weapon, has two profiles. It's either thirty inch range. At strength three, AP six with two shots. Nope. Or oh, sorry, 18 yes, inch yes, range, yes. strength six, um, AP four with one shot. So it, it is a good gun. Although, if this is one of the few ways you can take special weapons, you need to be taking some form of yeah. special weapons here. You, you you don't pass up the special weapon. When no, you can't. Offered. You'll have you'll have other LAS rifles. So you, you'll have that basic weapon. You need things like plasma guns or melted guns, stuff that can really yeah. carve through things. Yup. This, this is your spot to do it. Don't let it go to waste. Um, but if one squad of up to 10 models was not enough plasma and melta for your life, it's good not. news is you get up to two extra companion sections. They start at 60 points for five bodies, so that's already, you know, 50 points, well, almost 50 points cheaper. Um, they still get refract fields and melta bombs. And as a matter of fact, the only change between these units stat-wise is that... Um, Leadership's a bit worse in general. Leadership is worse. And let's see, anything else? I think that's... Uh, I believe that is it, actually. Yeah, the leadership is one point worse. They don't come with a squad leader. You can upgrade one person to a squad leader. Um, they'll have weapon skill five um, and three attacks, leadership eight, instead of the rest of the squad with their um, four weapon skill, four ballistic skill, strength, toughness, three. There's still two wounds, still initiative four, two attacks on the basic guys, three if you upgrade the leader, uh, leadership seven. So less morale, but still two wounds apiece. Still got a five up pinfall and still got melted bombs. 
So that's it's kind of interesting. Okay. Um, they're a tercio, they're stubborn, they're close order. They have the same exact dedicated transport options. It's still 12 points to add a body to the unit. It's just still a, you know, you can still take bayonets. As a matter of fact, I believe all the weapon options, I think per, literally. Yes, all the, ba- all the base stuff is the same, the same. Except they do not get a cohort Vexilla. And nope. instead of a command Vox, they get a Vox Interlock. Yeah. And if, if um, you the Vox to... Interlock it... lets you tap into a command Vox. So you have to go with the command Vox. You can use their leadership for any unit that has a Vox Interlock in it. So you have this leadership nine unit. Now all your units get leadership nine. Okay. As long as they I have a box. That's, that's kind of cool. Leadership nine is great. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, um, if you want to if you want to upgrade that one guy to the adjutant, it's ten points, which I feel yes. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of want to do that. It, it 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 gives you better leadership. It makes you a better weapon skill. And so this is the guy who can be taking challenges, and at weapon skill five, he can actually succeed. He might Especially if he gets charged. Yeah, I was going to say, you start, he like, you get charged squad by attack squad. Yeah. You get charged by attack squad, that can be somewhat dangerous. But now that you're um, weapon skill five. Weird things, though. Um, so they. Well, this is so weird. So. What's that? They have the option to take just the last pistol and combat weapon instead of the blast pistol and power up and rechargeable weapon. But they still have those options as well. Yeah. Um, instead of having magna and minor combi weapons, it's just combi weapon, which is so just a weird. W- wait, so what are they calling just a combi? That's weapon? what I'm going to look at. Combi right weapons. Now. Uh, they talk about magna. Not that the combi bolts. Everything else specifies, considering it's a 5.1, I it's would be assume that it has to be minor. I, it has to yeah. be. Yeah, because it talks about them being divided into two types, and this one doesn't mention. I can't imagine the intention was that they get like either one. So i got to yeah, assume no. it's the minors, yeah. Especially at the lower price point. Yeah, no. Nah, not a chance. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's the same. Um, Up to there. In this unit, you could switch out generic combat weapons for chainswords for five points. I don't think it's worth it. But it's there. No. Um, Take the Auxilia Vexilla. So they will not be scoring, but they'll get the plus one to combat res. Um, They take an Augury scanner, but yeah, the sharing reaction. So eh, you don't need it in all your squads as long as you can keep at least one of them alive. You upgrade the squad. Upgrade to have a squad leader. The squad leader could take a few different pistol weapons and a power fist. I, Basically, I this like is the way to get needle more pistol guns. on the leader. Yeah, I like yeah. the chance of pinning you. I saw what the needle pistol did. In um, sisters could take needle pistols in squads, and I was able well, to see exactly what it... one needle pistol. If you miss that hit or wound, the... it's not going to get you. Need but... you need a squad of them to like. At least force checks. Understood. But having it's still just nice. one, I don't know if it's worth it. Like at all as a plan. Like, sure, maybe it happens, but uh. my big reason the reason I like it is because it's two points and I I'm not I don't care to put a plasma pistol on him because that's a good way for him to die. And he is weapon skill five. I want him alive. 
I don't mind having a needle pistol. And then uh, I guess you'd have to take maybe the power fist if you really want to get them out there. Otherwise, just kind of keep them somewhat plain. It's not necessarily the best option, but it does give you that choice. If I'm going to give him one of those guns, that's the only gun I'm giving him from there. Otherwise, I'm giving him a power weapon and a blast pistol um, as that 10-point option and giving him you know something to get through a standard space marine. All right. So we talked about these pieces. So you have to take the command. You can take these auxilia, um, the companion parts. What is the thought? Do we, so I, when we think about this army, we have to think about like how much of the stuff you want to throw in. Cause you could get away with 105 or you could get away with lots and lots of points. You could actually spend a lot on this. Is this a spot where if you're building an army, is this a spot where you really want to spend your points? Honestly, you end up spending your points here because it's how you get in ranged weapons that aren't las rifles. Like, you need this unit to get plasmas and meltas. I just don't see any other way to, you know, approach that. True. And, and you, you don't and you, you don't want plasmas, because plasmas are base AP4 now, which means they're going yes. through your save if you get hot. Very so true. really, you, you're taking those melted guns, and that's 15 points a pop. That's a lot. Yeah, I, but you, I don't think you'd have to put on everyone one i do think you want to make the squads bigger than their standard size of five. Oh, definitely because definitely. you're going to die too fast you make but it if a you have squad and yeah. you put it inside the not a rhino yeah um i like the idea of taking several melta guns i think it works well also with you having melta bombs that's going to help as well for that kind of stuff um i could see one of these maybe one of the companion units going a little bit heavier in the power weapon and blast pistol sort of range like you said putting lances on there going after trying to charge into units that aren't necessarily the most killy but you getting extra initiative means you're really going to chop them down first yeah use that power lance to bully power armored squads yes which is the typical thing you're going to see like yeah you might not want to go against their dedicated assault unit but you can hit just about anything else and probably come out pretty well on the other side um give your guy that can take a challenge a charnable um glaive because then you're rending on a five up and the initiative six yeah that's going before yeah. most things in the game yep um uh, if you rend on that five that's we feel really nice um it's really the only way you're gonna get through um artificer armor i think yeah because even the power weapon options, I mean, you could do a power axe, but then you're going to initiative yeah. step one, you're probably getting pulped before that. Yeah, pretty much. Absolutely, because at, at toughness three, I if I'm not swinging before you or at the same time as you, I'm probably not going to survive. I also don't have that great of armor, so even if you don't have the best loadout, I'm either not getting a save or I'm getting a worse save and I'm not going to make it. And at toughness three, you're doubling me out on sixes. You're doubling me out a lot more often. So, um, yeah, I, I would probably, if I'm doing this, I would probably look to take a full set. That's one, one command, two companions, probably at full size. And they're probably going to get expensive because I'm going to load it down with weapons. I'll put it this way. That's already like, 300 points without weapons. Yeah. 
Because what, 105 plus 60? That's 165, and each companion is 60 base? Yeah, companions are 60 base, and every body's 12. Yeah, plus another 60 to make them 10. There's 120 per companion, so there's 240 around the companions, and then 165 on the main. That's 400 points before weapons. Yeah, you're going to spend a lot, but I I don't think this is a bad spot. Yeah. Um, you get them transports, so at least you're not getting mowed down by auto guns in the start, I think. Yeah. Unless you think that having your rhino blows could do more damage to you. Because then your two wounds count for nothing. Uh, but auto cannons already make your two wounds count for nothing, so what does it matter? Yeah. Um, I mean, I would probably start with that and I'd peel back as necessary. But if this is the spot you can get good weapons, you pro- you're going to need to invest here a bit. When we look at both these HQs, I if you're running a big enough thing, if you're going to run the the Gate Marshal, uh, I think you're probably still running this to some level, even if it's small, just to get the weapons. Mm-hmm. No, definitely, definitely. I wish they had a special weapon squad that wasn't this command unit, but that's what we got. Yeah, got to work within the confines. Got to yeah, work with much. it. All right. Um, so where we're going to go to now then is they have their own legacies document for this, uh, total out of legacies. It's only going to be two entries, the Davenite Lodge priest, and then there's an expeditionary navigator. So we're going to, we'll discuss them because they are the other two HQ choices. Um, though both of these have support squads, so they cannot be your compulsory choice. Um, they so also the, have, um, hmm? one other rule. Militaris Attache. Attache, yep. Um, which says that any de- detachment can can uh, take them. Yeah, a model of a special rule may be included in an army with any faction as a non-composed HQ choice and may never be selected as a warlord. So anyone's allowed to take these two guys. Yep, even if it's a marine detachment, but this is technically um, a solar auxilia unit entry, so that's why it's lumped in here. Yep. All right, so we'll go through the Devonite Lodge Priest first. Um, he's 50 points. Makes sense. He's cheap. He's a regular guy. He's move six. He's weapon skill, blizzard skill, strength and toughness three, as well as initiative three. He's got a single wound for this guy. Oh, no. As an HQ. Yep. On a six six up save. He does have a refractor oh, no. field, so he's got something. Um, he has one attack. Up. <laughs> yep. He's one attack, and he's leadership seven. Um, he is a psyker. Um, as we know, perils is a thing. So we'll get to that. Um, he has a, some war gear. He has the Excoro Care. That's a weird name, but sure. Uh, he's a Davenite Blade and his Refractor Field. Like I said, he does have an Invul Safe. Um, he's an independent character. He has his own discipline. He said he has the Militaris Attaché rule. He's a support squad and he is a traitor. Um, so for his Psychic Discipline, uh, Delphos Serpentinus. Instead of making a shooting attack, the controlling player of a Psyker with this Psychic power may make a Psychic test. If the test is passed, the controlling player may select a single friendly model with infantry unit subtype that's within six inches of him that it's suffered at least one wound, but it's not gone. They regain a wound up to the maximum start. If not, you take a perils. <laughs> that hurts so much on this. It's not great 
but it's cool. Yeah. Is that um, fair? Yes. It, it, there's actually so little healing in the game. Almost none. Um, there's ways to mitigate damage, yes. You know, if, if you have apothecaries, you can potentially mitigate some damage. But to actually heal, it's it will not die. That's like it. So this guy actually heals, yeah, which is really cool. Battlesmith. Yes, Battlesmith is that's well, only yes. for robots. Yes. Yeah. If if you're if you're not robotic, you really don't have many good options. The problem is he's a psyker on leadership seven. Um his um Excora care it is range eighteen, it's uh, strength three, AP five, it's a pistol one, definitely great. And his blade is strength his user. So um, three. Three, but at least he has poison five up, so he's probably never getting better than a five, even without the poison, so at least he always gets it on a five. Yay. Um, okay, this guy is super cheap, which is great. Yeah. I I want to have better things to say about him. He's at least super cheap, but um, I don't have it in front of me, because since we're talking about this, I didn't grab my other book. But how much is the Centurion base? Aren't they, like, 80? Are they less? Are they Can that high? Can I open high? my Battle Scribe fast enough? They, they used to be 50 in the old edition. They might be 60 or 70 now. Okay. I'll be honest. I haven't memorized that stuff because I just copy and paste the same starting Battle Scribe list every time. We are looking up the cost of a Centurion because I can't remember the cost. Oh, that so, I, mean, I don't own Legio books. I know. So. Um, base <laughs> Centurion is 60. And then Special Armors okay. are more. So this guy, but I mean... The stats. You get so much more. Like, okay, he's a psyker and that's great. I would still be fine with this guy if they said, hey, you know, okay, it's, it's, you know, these guys were, you know, Serpent Lodge from Davin, all that kind of stuff. If they were kind of crap stats, but great leadership, because like, you know, their leadership is more of just because of how crazed and devoted they are, you know, not bravery. Then I would still be I would still be fine with it. I don't think you need more points, but on that, it's 50-50 chance that you're gonna get your power off. And if it's what night fighting, that? less. And the less. game is usually night fighting in the beginning. It's like a 55-45. It's a little yeah. better than 50-50. Not that much better. Not, not for 50 points. Um, and also he's an independent character. So who um is a, well, he allowed to go in the units of? Is everyone where, battle brothers with these guys? Ah, because yeah, because he technically counts as solar ox. Who are they allowed to go in the units of? I don't have that. And page he's in also front of trader right locked. Yes, he is trader locked, so he's even got more locks. Okay, so solar auxilia are best buds with everybody except space wolves. I mean, really? Same, huh? Uh, let me just check out this right. Sorry, no. They are best, best buds with Ultramarines, Sons of okay. Horus, Word Bears, and Salamanders. That makes sense. And they are okay with everybody except for Space Wolves. Wow, Night Lords, no one was surprised. Iron Hands, and World Eaters. World Eaters don't okay, No really one's surprised on that pay one. Pay attention this... to who they're punching, so that makes sense. Iron Hands never really cared about anyone that anyway. Yeah. So that makes sense. Space Wolves, I guess it's because. 
they're weird. Maybe no. Okay, so here's the weird thing. It might be different from 40k lore. I wish so. Comment on YouTube for this one. Well, because I know in 40k lore they are the executioners. I know. I was gonna say in 40k lore they're every the they fought uh, like the Inquisition. They they. <laughs> they uncoupled someone's head, an inquisitor's head from his body, because they kept trying to kill uh, civilians. So I'm just surprised that space wolves are not on the list of best buds. But huh. yeah, um, not at so this that, point. I don't think they would be now. It's just interesting to me that 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 yeah. that's a separation so there. So there's four legions you can join the squads of: the Ultramarines, Sons of Horus, Forebears, and Salamanders. Okay, um, two of which are traditionally loyalists. Yes. So realistically, I mean, you um, can play anything as you want, of course. But yeah. realistically, you're looking at Sons of Horus and Word Bearers is where this guy goes. Now, he fits well in those units. Now, he absolutely. joins them, but then they can't go into yeah. transport. No, no. Um, but because I guess my thought is I don't see this guy in terms. I mean, OK, Solar Ox is allowed to take him. Yes. But that's not where I like him, per se. You take him as a fluff piece, honestly. It's like, yes. Yeah, you know. You take- we just got here from Davin. We love the Davinites. You know, they, they brought Horus back from the dead. He's our, they're our favorites. Yeah. Yay, go chaos. <laughs> Serpent temple all day long. Baby. Oof. Oof. That is some sass. Yeah. And I have a, and I have a unit of space Marines to take my perils when I fail. Let them die. Yep. I do like honestly, the fact honestly, that the best place to shove him is in a salamander's unit of fire drakes. Yeah. Let them take all the perils. Um, he's like, oh, you're down. Don't worry. Slap. You're better now. I hope it's right. Um, he's cool, but he's. Nah. I just yeah. wouldn't. Take him if you like him. You take him because he's cool. And you have that model they had at a single event like 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're going to move on to the Expeditionary Navigator. Dan's going to talk that one. You got this one, Dan. Steve wants the Velotaris, which will be... Well, only because this is... Okay, this one's kind of cool. It's kind of a fluff choice for me because um, I think the first time... he's terrible otherwise? Well, no, he's terrible otherwise. Yeah, I know. But one of the... He was cool last edition. One of the first three books I read, I think it was in the Eisenhorn series, because that was the first 40K books I read. Uh, It talks about what happens when a a, uh, Navigator stares at you. And that's his actual power. So I thought that was just cool. Anyway, uh, so he's 50 points. Uh, weapon skill 2, ballistic skill 2. Even up better. I know. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> one wound, three initiative, one attack, leadership 7, 6 up save. Uh, same as I think. It's still a character, still a psyker, still an independent character. A militarist attache, support squad. He has a refractor field, other blade slap. And last pistol. Oh, okay. So the Azerblade staff is different. Well, on that, we're good. Um, anyway, so Azerblade staff. Basically, the control player of an enemy unit that arrives deep strike assault within 12 inches of a model must roll an additional D6 when rolling to scatter that unit. Okay. So he interferes in enemies deep striking. Yes. Yeah. Um, what is the hit chance on a scatter die? Two out of six? Yes. One third? Yep. Yeah, it's one okay, so two thirds of the time, an extra D six. That's gonna suck. Yeah, no, that that's pretty good. I like that a lot. Okay, uh, second discipline, the Navis Astrologus. Um, he has the Lidless Stare, which is a psychic weapon. It's a template, strength two or strength four if you check for it with pinning. Eh. Yeah, that's funny. 
It is it, funny. It it's yeah. cool. It's not good, but it's cool. It's not what he did last edition at yeah. all. Honestly, last though, edition the other was a lot of is... reserves modifying, and his stare was an instant death weapon. Yes, which made sense because if, for those who read the fluff, it is instant death. It's like, uh, I don't know if you ever, anyone watches Rick and Morty, and like yeah. he's in the president's suite, and like someone touches him yeah. and goes, what was that? Death. What kind? Instant. Instant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's essentially what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, for 50 points, I would not take him. Last edition? Yes. This edition? Nah. Now, it's again, both of these guys, you take them if you like what they are. I feel you like, like the idea of how they fit your army. They're scenario yeah. pieces. Yes. Yeah. Like, you play a scenario, escort the navigator off the table. Hey, look, here's your navigator stats. That's... Isn't- isn't that exactly what you did for the on map? Basically, yeah. I had yeah. a navigator. I was using. I was like, "You, you're gonna summon us demons." It's like I don't want to. It's like you're gonna summon us demons. Like, okay. He he did not summon us demons. No. <laughs> he failed uh, the roll every time. He did. Hey, uh, it happens to him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he's bad every other way. At least his weapon is a template, so you don't care about his ballistic skill too. Like, yeah, he's bad, but he's a fun fluff piece. Hey, um, he has a LAS pistol. Yes. They could okay. have made him cheaper just so you kind of feel like you can throw him in and knock him. Honestly, the biggest problem is he takes up an HQ choice. Yeah. Mm. That's the biggest thing. The 50 points does is he, okay. Does he still take an HQ choice? Yes. If he's mm-hmm. attached? Yeah, he does. Yes. Yeah, yeah that, I, that's I, how it works. Yeah. He's just a non-compulsory HQ. He's just allowed to go only another. take him as an attach, effectively. Because yes. he does not fit in an Alec attachment because he only get one HQ slot. Yes. So, yeah. To me, that's the biggest issue because the fifty points. I'm. I think they could be a little cheaper, but fifty points isn't bad. You can kind of you can do some dumb stuff for fifty points and not feel bad in three thousand points. Like it's so little, but you might want that HQ slot. Like the slot is probably actually the bigger concern, especially in Space Marines, or in um, if you're doing in Solar Auxilia. You know, I'm probably already taking. Both a marshal and a command tercio. You know, I'm, I, if I want to do anything else, I'm, I'm running out of space. All right, they're neat, but uh, nothing to write home about. He can't However, join mechanicum units, so you nope. don't really want to take him there. He has no. nothing protecting him. It's, you don't want to go in most things, and that's the part that is really a shame. Because like spots... they should have given him a rule that says he could join any unit. Yes. You do that, and I'm not saying they're great then, but you do that. And now I'm like, okay, I'll have fun with this. I can throw him well, in like something he weird. He always for 50 counts points. as a sworn brother. Yes. And they but, enter transports. Honestly, he should be able to get in transports, both of the two. On on leadership sevens for like their psychic powers or or having terrible weapons, stuff like that, being able to throw him anywhere at 50 points, you're not breaking anything. Just do it because it's fun. If someone brings that guy, put him wherever you want. I don't care. If you're, you're spending navigator. your HQ slot, have fun. If your navigator is tapping into the warp on a leadership of seven, no yeah, wonder, I don't like no that. wonder, no wonder so many ships get lost in the warp. Like that has some fluff implications. I don't like those implications. Yeah, the implication is that uh, chaos should always be winning because these guys are just like, hey, uh, let's go, let's try. Maybe current, this will work. <laughs> current lore, chaos is winning. <laughs> The current lore is always that the good guys are always losing. It's not always yeah. that chaos is winning. 
but the good guys are usually overall losing. Even when Chaos loses, it's like, haha, we planned that, and now there's orcs to fight or something. All right. Uh, Steve, tell us the Velatars. You were very Velatars, excited. Velatars, yes. All right. So this is the elite, elite slot option. Unless you do uh, solar power and cohorts, then it's troops, but don't tell anybody. That's our secret till that episode. So a, a, a Velatars Tercio is an elite slot. It includes up to three total units. Your options are minimum of one storm section. These are basically guys with Volkite chargers or super cool power axes. You have up to three of them. So it could be just three of those units. Or it could be one of those and up to two of the following. You can take up to one command section of Velatars. I like that unit a lot, and I'll explain why in a minute. And finally, we have the Veltar's Vanguard section, which is sort of your other special weapons squad, but only for specific guns. So, Veltar's Storm section is where we will start, even if it's at the second one in the book, because it's the one that's mandatory to the um, Tercio. For 90 points, you get a unit with Movement 6, Weapon Skill 4, Ballistic Skill 4, Strength and Toughness 3, a Single Wound, Initiative 4, very nice. Um, one attack on the basic guy, two on the squad leader, leadership six, seven on the squad leader, and a save of four up. They have reinforced void armor, so they're heavy. Um, you get ten bodies to start. You can go up to twenty for eight points per extra body. Um, start with the Volkite Charger, which, uh, for those who don't play Marines, don't know what the Volkite Charger does. It's a strength five assault, two range fifteen weapon. Every time your opponent fails a save, you generate an extra automatic hit. And those hits don't make new hits. But yeah, um, it's a really fun gun. And for an extra 8 points a model, I would absolutely run a 20-man unit and laugh in glee all day long. Oh yeah. Sadly, you can't run. It takes you forever to get there. Uh, we also get frag and crack grenades. And they are part of a tercio. They're not stubborn or anything, so they very much do care about their leadership which is already starting off a little rough. If it is a 10-man squad exactly, you may take the not a rhino, the Aurochs, or you could take a, a uh, Dracosin for any size unit. Um, to get extra, extra bodies, like I said earlier, you could take a Vox Interlock to tap into your Regimental Command's uh, leadership value. You could take the Auxilia Vexilla for that minor leadership bump in close, well, uh, to that bump in close combat and the fallback bonuses. You could replace your Volkite Charger with a Storm Axe for five points on any model. Could be half, could be one guy, could be all of them. Any number of them could take this upgrade. Um, what it's going to do is going to give you a weapon that is going to be Murder Strike 5 up, Initiative 1. Is it plus 1 strength or plus 2 strength? For which one, I'm sorry? Uh, the Storm Axe. Oh, that's a good I had this question. all written down for the last time we talked about it, and then I lost track of it. I was just checking if their Vexilla stops them from running off the board, which it absolutely does. Um, so I think the Vexilla and the um, the Interlocker are essentially required. Oh, the those Storm are automatics. Plus two. Those are automatics. You don't even yeah, think it, about that. Yeah, the Storm Axe is plus two strength, AP2. Okay. Murder Strike on a six, which is good. Mm-hmm. Okay, Storm Axe. Yeah. Um, Storm Axe is strength plus two, AP two, unwieldy, two-handed murder strike on a six. It's very funny when you use this thing to cut down a Dreadnought or a Custodian. As a matter of fact, they're a decent pick against Custodies because they have the strength five. 
and the murder strike on six. Yeah. That said, the Cassorium will probably destroy your entire squad single-handedly before you get a chance to swing, but it happens. This is why I would not do a 20-man axe squad. I would do like... I do 10. 5 and 5, 5 and 15, maybe 10 and 10. But I would not do a full squad of axes because the axes will not get to swing. There's no way they're all swinging. You only have a 4-up arm no. safe and toughness 3. Uh, basic Breen's punching your head off half the time. But I do like this unit a lot. Um, your unit leader can upgrade to heavy void armor to get the 3-up save. You take that. You absolutely take that. Um, you switch out your Volkite for a blast pistol and combat weapon on the unit leader for free. Maybe. But I don't really think the no. other options are that interesting. Except maybe if you switch the blast pistol combat weapon, you could take a chartable weapon or a power weapon. In which case, well, now you could have a chartable glaive. Initiative six, rending on a five. Just saying. It's fun. If you're going to swap it out, that's probably not a bad pick. I do like yeah. that. That That's I how see. I would do a Veltar squad up. If it wasn't just Volkites. Even just Volkites is a great way to go. Yeah. I think there's nothing wrong with taking... I think, I think one, for Solar Ox, a lot of the stuff is you take big squads. But if you're taking a big squad of just Volkite, I'd like that. If you want to be able to survive to an extent, if someone comes charging at you, if it's a super dedicated squad, you're like, yeah, you're dead. But if you want to survive, yeah, if I'm in a squad of 20, maybe I stop out five Storm Axes. If I want to go at people instead, I'd probably go maybe closer to 10 out of the 20 so I can still shoot people shoot them on the way in and actually carve through some people, but Yep. Oh, God, 20 man Volkite squad sounds so sexy. <laughs> I yeah, know, there's nothing right? wrong with that and it keeps they're they're hitting on threes, wounding Marines on threes. Yeah, How that's... many points is a 20 man squad? Did we, did we 170. Say that? 170 yeah. without yeah. anything yeah. else. But <laughs> you're gonna you're they're gonna take the inchlock and Vexilla, so it's 180 and the void yes. armor so it's 190. Realistically you're looking at 190. And then give them a transport for 300? Well, whatever the... I'm adding it together. The big one? So for 300, 300 yeah, 300 yeah. points? It's not a bad Choom squad. How, no. the how expensive is that transport? The Drakus is pretty beefy. It's 175 points. Yeah, so 300. Uh, a little over uh, 300. More no. like 350, 360. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're, you were at, like, 200 before you bought the transport, and the transport is like, 175. I'm not saying you don't do it, but I don't. I, I mean, that's the cost of a whole nother squad. So I, I think that's a really tough choice of whether or not I'd actually want to do that. But consider this: you get a last cannon on that transport. You do. I mean, if if you're in need of that sort of stuff, I think it works. Otherwise, the transport I might actually gets take two you full units up the board because yeah. the transport you move six, disembark six. That's twelve. Plus your gun is range 15. Otherwise, you're just walking six because you can't run because you're heavy. Yep. That's why I feel like you kind of have to load up on transports in this army, at least on a third of your units. Yeah. But I also haven't actually played a full army of this, so I don't know for sure. But I feel like they kind of lean on their transports to do a lot of work. But yeah, so that's the basic storm section. You have one to three of those in your tercio. Um, command section next, right, Dave? Yes, let's go to command, because that right. makes sense. Yeah, so the command section is also 90 points, but you're only getting five guys. 
instead of 10. The benefit to their stats is there is no benefit to their stats. The, the unit the f- leader, the unit leader is leadership eight. Yeah, that's right. That's the only difference. He's one that, better that's, leadership. That's that's your bump. Um. Wow. What gives? Um. Well, you get a command box instead of an interlock, so he could be a point of handing out leadership if you know you want to get leadership eight at least on stuff. Um, it's eight points each for each extra body. So you take the five extra buys, make the 90 initial investment hurt a little bit less. Um, the real benefit is you exchange your Volkite Charger for any power weapon for five points each. This is where you now build a squad of ten guys with power lances. And you charge at Space Marines. And you laugh as you beat them in melee. Um, yeah, I... no. They, Looking at they them, actually that's... don't get squad-wide access to the Stormax. No, they so don't. I would definitely either keep it with Volkites, because Volkites are dope, or go with Power Lances, because I think it's one of your strongest... Power options. Lances is not... Yeah, I was going to say, Power Lances isn't a bad option. I think that's the only way you take these guys. I mean, any other option... The problem is, for a lot of the other options, you're either swinging at your initiative, which is for us may, maybe in a good world, a theoretical uh, destruction on both sides. Or you take a weapon that puts you in initiative one, and then I'm just going to pick my squad off the ground right now. They're not going to be there. Um, Yeah. I'm I'm not caring about these guys. Maul being strength five is nice. Yes. AP three is nice. That's mutually shared destruction, though. And you'll be trading one for one. Or close to one for one. Yeah. Um, I mean, they I both guess, I each guess... other on threes. You're you're a little bit better because you're AP three, they're AP not four on a generic marine squad. But yeah. I'd rather kill them before they even got to punch me. It's yeah, also a you're... deterrent to them charging you because it's like, oh, I could just, you know, bully the squad. Uh, they're swinging first. They might poke a few eyes out. Yeah, I, I see it as if you're doing that... You you are the one charging, hoping you survive the, the the shooting into you if they do such a thing. But you're the one charging in, and you are picking non-combat squads to fight. At least if you pick the lance, you could potentially choose a combat squad to fight, a three-up three armor save kind of combat squad. But combat squad to fight because maybe you can get some of them down first. Um, right now, I like the storm better. I... I'm liking two of those over one and one. I don't know, man. I really like my Power Lance squad. I don't know if it'll actually work. But I love it. I I love my Power Lance command squad in my Space Marine army. So I'm inclined to believe this would also be decent. I think it is. If I'm going to take a power weapon, if I'm taking the squad, I'm taking them with all Power Lances. Because I think the other unit does the other options better. Slash, I can take more guys. If I'm naturally a smaller squad, I'm worried about getting killed out. So I better get something good for it. And being able to swing at AP3, at Strength 4, at a better initiative than your standard Marine, because that's the best thing to compare to, that is worthwhile. You won't get lot, And you need to charge, because otherwise you only have one attack. So I need to be charging so I get an extra attack. So True. I think that that is also, a use for this squad. if you have melee weapon, you're getting another attack for having pistol combat weapon combo. 
Because you have a blast pistol, yes. and I'm not lying, am I? Let me just make sure I'm not lying. No, um, nope, no. never mind. Nope. Never mind. Yeah, you don't. Unfortunately, oh, they, no. they robbed you of that. It's just a pure power weapon for the Volkite. Because you're getting rid of your Volkite charger. So, yeah, you yeah. don't have any other weapon. Your unit leader will have a pistol combat weapon combo. But yes. not the basic guys. Ooh, that's rough. Yeah. If you're not taking them that way, I don't. I honestly, I don't think you take them because I think the storm give you m all the rest of the options you want and they let you take more bodies to be able to live, which I think is absolutely necessary for this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, all right. Why don't you talk to us about the Vanguard? Let's see if yep. we like those this guys. Is the third, the third option. You only get one of these per Tercio um, mm -hmm. for 90 points. Sensing a theme here. You're going to get 10 models. Um, same stats as before. Yep. But they get a rotor cannon. Which um, World Eaters players and Night Lords players will tell you are absolutely amazing. Rotor cannons are three shots? Is that right? Four shots. Strength four? Yeah, I'll three, say four. Four shots, strength three, pinning with a minus one to leadership check. Okay. Um, range 32 is very helpful on that. Um I mean, already, that's pretty good. That's 40 dice you're throwing at something. Something's going to, you know, have to take a check. And you can add 10 more bodies to make it a 20, 20 rotor cannon squad and throw that's 80 good. dice at a problem. I I like that. Right? Throw 80 dice. Especially with that range means, yeah, it's only strength three. With 80 dice, you're going to fail some saves. So now I might catch this. it. If not, I'll kill some things. A Tercio could share reactions for shooting and movement. Yes, they so can. So you shoot one of these squads as long as they are within three of each other. Okay, you shot my Power Lance squad. Here's 80 rotor cannons to the face. You know what's going to make you real sad? Venatari. Yeah. Okay, okay but I don't care about Venatari. I have a um, Volkite squad for them. That's right, the Volkite squad will eat me. Ah! Yes. <laughs> The other thing to remember is that, you know, okay, there's one unit that would care about it. There's no, they're gonna there's not most last. of the rest of the game cares. There's so many other units. They're not going to last long because you have the Volkite squad with a little bunch of me. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> um, for options, they get the Interlock and Vexilla options like before. They could also replace, well, any model may replace the Rotor Cannon for Heavy Flamer. So maybe you only do 15 Rotor Cannons and five Heavy Flamers just in case someone decides to charge you. I don't know. I don't like the heavy flamer option so much because it is hard to place all the templates down. If you could make yourself snap shoot somehow, it gets better. But these you don't guys don't do that though. Induce snapshots on yourself very often. No. Um. No, keep the rotor cannons. Yeah, your utilizer could take a three up armor save. You're gonna do it. He gets the combat and pistol options. Um, you're you're. <laughs> You're going to load up on rotor cannons. There, there's yeah. very maybe a couple heavy flamers just in case of Venatari. Ooh, for you're, you're taking rotor cannons for the interlock. You get the leadership of who? Any other model with an interlock? I believe on the table. I shall verify that real fast. Yeah, because that's because it's not within that, the it's a weird bit of work here. It's anyone with a command box or pinning and morale checks. Including okay, so, models in reserves or in transports. Okay, so some of these units we talked about have been able to take command box. Assuming that's the case, 
you take the three up armor save on your prime and he rolls the saves to start with because you're going to take someone else's leadership so at least you survive a little better yeah um, honestly yeah that's what i do because maybe he makes a couple extra saves so i keep a, i i want to save my rotor cannons um yeah i would do a 20 man I, and i'm not the type who always feels i have to maximize things but i think with these guys you almost have to and 20 rotor cannons will get a job done 10 10 is still iffy because you're wounding most things on fives That's so but when you got dust. 20 you are going to get wounds into people that is so many dice. I was, I was just going to say, like, I know you don't like taking max squads, but honestly, I, a I don't ten man will it. do the job. Yeah, uh, a ten man, a ten man will get some work done, but I don't know if they'll go that far because you're going to have just a little from bit a survival of standpoint. Survival and for what way, you're going to okay? win. When I'm going against Marines with rotor cannons, and these guys are just as effective with theirs. Yes. Um, the Marine with the rotor cannon is. A five-man squad is already usually putting one to two wounds on another Marine squad. When it's a ten-man squad, I go, oh, shit. I want to throw a tank at that squad because I don't want to get pinned in their return fire. Going to 20, I mean, it puts out more damage, but I feel like the main purpose of rotor cannons is suppression. I don't know if you need the 20. You can. You, I'm not going to stop. How <laughs> yeah. roll your 80 dice. I'm going to go grab lunch. Let me know if you want anything. Um, so the, the reason I, I, I would go towards that, and I'm again, I'm not a person who maximizes. And maybe in practice, I wouldn't maximize it all the time. The reason I'm looking at it that way is really twofold. One, if I'm a Space Marine squad shooting my rotor cannons into someone and they decide to fire back at me, I'm a Space Marine. I... I hopefully, unless I, I don't know, unless I shot at their melted gun squad or something crazy, but I should weather the fire back at me reasonably okay, depending on the squad, of course, but reasonably okay. These guys are toughness three and a four up save. When they shoot someone, if those people decide to shoot back, I might lose quite a few. If I start at 10, it wouldn't surprise me. If I even say I shoot at a tactical squad, I'm probably going to put a couple wounds on that tactical squad. But off of what they're going to do, essentially hitting and wounding on threes, and my save is worse, you know, they're actually going to take out three or four of my side. And now I'm down a lot of firepower. I think this unit loses its firepower very quickly. Unless they're to a point that's so scary that your opponent isn't going to shoot at them because they don't want to get return fired, or is going to dedicate very heavy things to them, which means the rest of my army can do its job. That's fair. Yeah, I, I think you lose a lot of equal engagements these guys lose in because of less toughness, worse save. So you have to be above them. You have to do more than they do. Um, overall, though, I think the Velotaris are, I mean, they're one of the main elite choices we're going to see. There's very few. This is like you're sort of a main elite choice, but I think they're great. They fit a purpose so well. Um, it feels like you have two really good options and the command one, which I... Eh. It's a fun option. Yes. And, and those lances, actually, the lances aren't bad. If you run it that way, I can see it. Anything else, I kind of like the other ones more, both for for both good of what they do, but also just to, you know, kind of fit a cool theme and, and to give myself a chance, you know. Uh, all right. Um, any other thoughts on Velotaris, gentlemen? 
Um, so what you do you would do two Volkites and a rotor cannon, and just max all three out. Oh, um, that's one seventy times three. So that's what three forty five six ten. Yeah, something no, around there. Um, five ten. I think. Five, I think. Ten. I think when it's all said and done, we're probably going to do a list building episode when this is over. My initial reaction, without seeing the rest of this, because I will admit, I don't know Solar Ox that well, so I don't know a lot of the other pieces of their army. Um, I know some of it. I understand the tanks and all of that, but other little weird nuanced things I'm not as comfortable with currently. What I would say is I'd probably start with one of each maxed out, and then I would see, once I throw in some other things I need, because I need to be able to hunt down tanks. I need to be able to take down heavy targets. Once I feel comfortable that I've included some options for that, then I look at my points, see what's left. Can I throw an extra in? You know, um, you could always face a weird army that is who knows what. But in an average army, I need to be able to hurt their armor and I need to be able to chew through three up saves and some two up save stuff. But currently, I've seen it's a lot more two up save. Guys mm. with these weapons will chew through it because you're just going to to me because you're going to roll dice and fail yeah Yeah. if i make you roll enough you will fail enough um so i think they do that job well i think you just got to make sure that you have enough stuff to crack open all the boxes those guys might be in and that would be my main concern you know between hq and this i actually between hq and this if i max all that out i spent maybe a thousand points between what i want to do there that's one third of my army that feels pretty good i got spots for lehman russes and things like that or or some of these other heavy options. And but that's I think, 90 models. Yes, that's also a lot of guys. Um, you could even throw in some of those transports if you wanted. It pops up. But like you said, you get a last cannon. You get some more survivability. That's not a bad thing. But I think as soon as you fill those spots, I think you got to go and look at heavy things. you got to be able to take down um, land raiders and stuff like that. So you got to look for those options. Yeah. Good point there with the landers. There, those could be tough to deal with if you don't bring some sort of las cannon or yeah. something. Melting guns I mean, are short range. If you're using a melting gun, yeah, that's the tough the, part about melting. Thing you gotta inside get the land raider is gonna eat you. Yes, or even even if we're not thinking melting guns for that, or, or land raiders for that, a lot of tanks are also like thirteens, even though they're not fourteen. 13 is still tough to get through for a lot of things. You need to be at least a seven to start getting through it. You know, oh, they got a, they got some Scorpius across the board. Those are going to eat my guy's lunch money. Oh, and the Scorpius will destroy everything. Yeah. Even without the um, the rending. No. Base AP4 and Strength 8. They yeah. could just move their tank and still shoot you. Exactly. So, I mean, the, even if you don't look at the 14s, because there's a good amount of tanks of 14. There's also what I'll call heavier tanks, damage tanks, not necessarily the big transporty tanks. A lot of those are 13. Predators. You're going to have a hard time getting through Predators unless you take some dedicated options. So I, I think once you fill in these spots, you've got to go look for what chews through the heavy armor because that's going to be your next big problem. But um, all right. Why don't we go to a very cheap man? Let me discuss. Let me tell you about this very cheap man. Hold on, but he's awesome. <laughs> I, that's fine. But he's, he's the cheap. most important man. Yes. He is, and unfortunately, he is zero to one. Um, so this is a solar auxilia Medicaid section. He is fifteen points. 
Um, he has essentially that better stat line, move six, weapon skill plus skill four. He's strength, toughness three, of course. He's got one wound, initiative three. He's got two attacks, six leadership, um, and a four. Uh, four. Um, so you get him. He's a character. He comes with a last pistol, close combat weapon, and auto medicus. Um, what level of feel no pain does that give? Is that just a five up? I shall check that super fast. I want to okay, say thank you. it's yeah, probably I, worse because... Oh, God, don't tell me it's a six. It is a six. Oh, okay. It's All right, so you get six points. up. Yeah, but, but it works on infantry or cavalry. Huh? All oh, those cavalry. There, there's no cavalry in this book. I don't know why they mention it. Unless... <laughs> You can use a militia. Oh, yeah, it's probably some for militia. Are we finally um, getting horses? After remember, all these years, as we a reminder, a- no lie, we've been asking for a cavalry unit. Yeah, for as years. a reminder, GW and its Warhammer community article for militia. Literally, when the demon thing came out, they put for militias coming out, and they wanted to wait to increase the uh, amount of units that Imperial Guard had in 40k so that you can kind of transfer over which you know and that's yeah, rough more of a community so yeah it's not even a rumor <laughs> um you can take up to seven more of these guys for 15 points each they have the medicaid support rule i'm assuming the medicaid support rule is the same sort of thing of they go into squads hopefully it's not yes. the sisters of battle one would you well, no, like their one me, is garbage would you like me to tell you the specifics of it yes please yes. do thank you they are assigned to another unit that are composed entirely of infantry from the same detachment. Um, okay. You cannot join independent characters or unique units, but mm-hmm. they could join units with the order with the you know the with the guys. Um, and it can give no more than one um, auxiliary Medicaid person to a unit. Yep, you're part of the unit. Okay. You gain all of its stuff. It, it's just like the space uh, the apothecaries. Yes, Basically. yeah, fits that exactly. Okay. Um, any of them can be given the close order unit subtype for no additional points cost. Um, they can take reinforced Vord armor, which will give them heavy. If you're already in a heavy unit, you absolutely do it. Give this guy a little more survivable. And close he- order can't run, so you might as well take it. Yes. Yeah, if, if you're in a unit that's close order, make yourself close order. There's no real reason why not i guess if you're worried about the unit either way it's a four no, so yeah you're it's in there either, bumping, it's not bumping you to the three up that's the heavy void armor yes exactly and i, I thought about because you're not an independent character so it's not like if everyone else dies you can do something you're not you're hanging out by yourself so yeah why not take it take whatever upgrade your unit that you're with has if they're heavy take yeah. the reinforced armor and it's like I said, it's not that bad anyway, because if they're close order, they're not running anyway, so the heavy's not really doing much to you. It is five points for whatever that's worth. Yeah. Do that three times, you can take another medic, I guess. You can. If you are if you are really hurting for points, don't. But I don't mind my medic having a little bit more, but it's that's not a necessity. Um the way I would keep him cheap is I wouldn't give him anything else. He can take a blast pistol, needle, hand flamer, plasma pistol. I don't want any of those. I don't want... He could have a power fist, though. I just find it funny you can put a plasma pistol on him so he can kill himself before he heals anyone. That's awful. Um, You can give him a power fist. No. Power weapon, charnel weapon. I No, take another one. 
save the power of yep. fist, take another guy somewhere. Because yep. he's also he's only one wound. He is two attacks, which is nice. But he's only one wound. So you I don't want to be using cheap. those two attacks. You want to no. avoid using them but at all costs. No. Put him I mean put him in the back of your squad. Because when you pull casualties, you pull casualties in engagement range in close combat. Yes. Which is that first two inches of base to base. So if he's like three or four inches away, he's not dying. No. And especially if you're doing that, he's probably not going to swing anyway. If you can have him swing, he can be removed. And he is at least, you know, a t-shirt save. You know, that in an army where you often, I I don't want to say absolutely often, but there's a good amount of times you won't get your save. Getting essentially this t-shirt at the end that's going to be worth it. So I would t- I would take a bunch of these guys. They're cheap. 15 points, that feels like I want them all over my army. Think about it this way. Your guys are 8 to 12 points for what we've seen. You save one to maybe two guys, and he has made his money back. That's all you need to roll. You need to roll one to two saves. In a squad of 20, statistically, you should get about three. So he should make his money back, and more so if you happen to roll a little bit better. Oh, man, um, that that's so rough. Yes. It is rough. Um, I I understand why they made it a six up because you are so cheap in general, but it does hurt. It really does. But you take it. You absolutely take it because that little bit of an edge, it adds up. Yeah. Your 15 point squads, if he saves a guy, you've almost covered his cost and it's an extra body they have to chew through. That is worth something as well. If your opponent has AP four, now at least you get a six up. Unless the attacking weapon is strength six. Then it just sucks. Yeah. That's the only thing. If your opponent has lots of strength six, at least the medics are cheap. If you yes, take you, all yeah. eight, that's what? 120 points? Yeah. You're 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 not spending tons of points to find out that it won't help you. If your opponent plays okay. Imperial Fists, just shake your hand shake their hand and go home. Otherwise, yep. it's probably a game to be had. Yeah. Alright. Um Steve, do you want to talk about the the special guy? Because I know D- yeah, Dan wants Dan, the over Dan, in. Dan, Dan, Dan's uh, twitching I over there. I want the thickums. I want thickums. Okay. Now, you need to well, properly you... sell how thick they are, or else people will think they could just grab I over and off the shelf. I did not realize they were that big. Jesus. Yeah, yeah Dan, really big. Dan was jaw on floor. All right. So, this is the one named character in Solar Auxilia. I'm not going to realize <laughs> he's a named character, but he is, in fact, a named character. And he also goes to show that just because you're a loyalist does not mean you're nice. So Solar <laughs> Auxilia Surgeon Primus Avos Joven is... How do you put it? He's like the guy from the Human Centipede, but like he was drafted into the military. I think that's the only way you can explain this guy. The, the great part is the line the I... That, yeah. the, the, the line I just noticed that they, midway through it says, eventually arrested and tried for criminal malfeasance and the infliction of unnecessary surgery in order to support his secret agenda. Without even reading the rest, that just shows you this is a terrible man. Yup. But Love he's loyalist it. locked. But he's hey. useful. So, yeah. It's, hey, uh, you know, keep my troops working or we'll execute you. He's like, oh, I suppose I'll keep them working. So, 60 points gets you this man. This something of a man. He is weapon skill two, ballistic skill two. He's probably an what old a man. start. 
Um, strength and toughness three. He has two wounds though. Okay. Hey. Um, he's initiative three, one attack. Leadership nine. So you know he he's very confident in himself. And a four up save. He gets a needle pistol, a close combat weapon, void armor, and an auto gurney, which we'll get to in a moment. Um, he's a character. He's unique. He can be joined by some orderlies that are infantry. The orderlies have the same stats, except they're one wound and leadership six. They have bitter duty, so they could... I mean, if you have a Salamander's more attack... He's not independent character. Sons of, no, the, the more attack can join him, though. Oh, yes. Yes, sorry. More attacks can yeah. join him. Yes, other people can join him. He cannot join them. Your options are Sons of Horus, Wordbearer, Ultramarine, and if you're not playing a Salamander's um, right or um, what's it called? Whatever. Um, they're more attacks. That's not a very long list of things that could join or be joined by him. Um, but yeah, he has that. Interestingly, he has Bloody Infamy, which is a rule specific to Mr. Joven. He's bulky five because he has the auto gurney. He's lugging around. He is fearless. He doesn't care. And he's a loyalist. You can take up to three orders for five points apiece, which you're probably going to do because now you're 75 points. Yay. Um, so the auto gurney. What the hell does that thing do? It looks <laughs> once cool. It, it does look cool. It looks very cool. Um, once per player turn, when a friendly model within 12 inches is moved as a casualty in the movement or shooting phase, the controller, controlling player may roll a d6 and consult the table below. If you roll a 1, it's a bloody masterpiece. The model is not removed as a casualty and remains in play with a single wound, but must be removed at the end of the next player turn, at which point this rule or any other may prevent it. Until he's removed, he gets plus 1 strength and attacks. That's so great. That's hilarious on a Stormax squad. If yeah. you happen to roll that one. But it's only once per player turn. So a single model is getting back up. But that's hilarious. Um, on a 2 to 5, it's a mundane procedure. The model is not moved as a casualty. And it remains in play with a single wound. Okay. Now the interesting one is if you roll a 6, it's an inspired restoration. They're not moved as a casualty. They stay in play with full wounds. They go right back to full. That is interesting. Um, if the unit includes one or more orderlies, you can remove an orderly to use an... Um, yeah, you just remove an orderly. Like, you're, you, you're sacked. And you get to roll mm -hmm. an extra time in a turn. So you can roll twice in a turn, so just once. Or you could add or subtract one from the dice rolled. And you can only do this once per turn. Um, can only use it on civilian infantry models. So you take the three orderlies for sure, which means three times per game you either do an extra roll or modify a roll. So, oh, it's any friendly infantry model within twelve. Yeah, you know what yeah. it is. No, Primarch's well, so, a Primarch. They're not infantry. Yeah. They're not infantry. Oh, okay, got it, got it. Here's got the it. other thing you have to keep in mind. You do have to be able to target it. Certain levels they of the chart treat you as enemies. Yes. Yes. Some of them treat you as enemies that you can't target. So it, it is sort of that small pool. Or yep. um, what's it called? Like battle, uh, the first two. The yep. good and the decent. 
They have names. It's 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 the Swarm Brothers and Fellow Warriors. Yes. Oh wait, sorry. They're not necessarily special abilities. It only works on Swarm Brothers. Yes. You have a very short list you can do this. You have those four legions. Um Salamanders are gonna love this, I think. Absolutely. You at minimum you're there. You you might go away the next turn, but you get some good bonuses otherwise. But you get to be saved. Dan, if you're gonna sniffle, mute your mic. Still heard you. <laughs> yeah, because I have to cut all of that out is the problem. So it makes it take a lot longer to edit all of this. Otherwise, I wouldn't have to do any edits. It, it's stuff like that that I got to actually edit. Just clip that, make it a YouTube short. Dan, if you're going to we'll mute you right. Yeah, and then she keeps going off. Just, a, just that one, that one <laughs> last sniffle. All right. Yeah. So yeah, that that's the auto gurney. It's pretty cool. Three times per game, you could boost it, either use it twice or modify your dice rolls. It's fun. It's cool. Um, but next rule, Bloody Infamy. This is Aeos Joven himself. He's covered in blood. So all other units that are friendly or enemy within 12 inches reduce the leadership by one. And he can never be anyone's warlord. That's fine. He was going to be the warlord anyway. So essentially, he's an alt fear. So you take this guy, right, and your rotor cannon squad, right, and you make it night fight. Okay. For uh, minus three on that pin check. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, yeah. No, I mean. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but. Now, you're worried they're going to kill him, right? Don't worry. He is a low priority target. A unit that includes him may not be targeted by a shooting attack by any unit or trigger a reaction unless at least one model is within 12 or whatever models in the same unit as Aeos Joven. However, if. He or any model in his unit makes a shooting attack, then he loses that rule for the rest of the battle. So stay 12 inches away. Yes. Is, uh, how do you keep him going? Yeah, and put him in a unit that isn't really caring to shoot. Um, yep. This guy's awesome. Yeah. yeah. He's a named he character, though. So yes. just check with your local event organizer what the deal is. True, but I'll put it this way. I mean, I know a lot of events say he's no so characters. Cool. In this case, though, like, I wouldn't care. Even if I was running events that no new characters, there'd be a little asterisk. You are allowed to have this guy. Because he's not in, He's not crazy. It's it's not like a named character where, like, oh, man, this guy, he's a beat stick, and we don't know why. Oh, his rules are so crazy. Like, no, his stuff is really cool. It's not going to really do that that much. But it is really neat what it does. Um, And he, he and it's all other units reduce leadership so he's lowering everyone because of just how messed up this guy is and he's got a really cool gurney yeah if, if you look at the unit it's actually really cool his little tracked thing got a guy strapped down to it it's really cool yeah the guy's missing a leg and i think a hand as well yeah, i think this is an arm and a leg yeah what's this operation cost me doc how about an arm and a leg American humor. Oh no, no, he does have his hand. It's just in his helmet, so that actually is a helmet. The other one is there, so it's just part of a leg, and he's got a bad head wound. Oh, okay. They really should put that thing on a bigger base. It's ridiculously small. Put it on a bigger base. That's nutty. To be fair, at the time this model was released, our options were twenty fives, forties, and sixties. And sixties a bit floaty. So this is when Marines were on 25s. Yeah. So 40 is like the fit. That yeah, I, I'd put it on a 40. we didn't have floaty bases 40. back then. Like your base contained your model and that was it. Yeah. Um, 
he's really cool. Like I said, yeah, he's a named character, but yeah, take him. He's fun. He works very differently than the other medical that we have. And all of his pieces are really cool. All right. Um, that takes us to the very last thing. That takes the us Karenite to the Ogren section. Yeah. So there are 120 points. Um, not bad, actually. For three Ogrens? That, that's not bad, actually. Anyway. So uh, movement seven. Uh, weapon skill four. Ballista skill two. I don't even think they have guns. They do not have um, guns. Yeah. Strength five. Toughness five. Three wounds. Initiative two. Four attacks. Leadership six. Four up save. They are monstrous infantry, which is interesting. Uh, does monstrous ignore unwieldy if they had it? Uh, yes. Yes, monstrous does ignore because the abeyant is monstrous. Yep. Uh, void armor, yeah. Karenite claws, feel no pain five up, hammer of wrath two, rage two, death frenzy, bitter duty, and bulky four. Uh, and you can take additional ones for 40 points each, which isn't actually a discount. Huh. No, they don't notice. They don't have a leader. Discounts usually get tied to a leader. Oh, because the leader yeah. got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah there's no sense. leader. All right. So who's got the weapons open? Talk to me about these Karenite Claws. So it is strength seven, AP three, melee, two-handed, rending on a six. Okay. It'll chew through space marines. Yeah. That's and at fun. four attacks, that's quite a few attacks. Uh, four, but six if they charge. Because of rage two. Yeah. Yes. And they also have Hammer of Wrath two to get an extra True. couple exactly. hits at strength five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, death Frenzy. That is... They do hits when they die? I don't know that off the top of my head. All right, so Death Frenzy. If the entire unit has a special rule and you fail a morale check due to enemy shooting attacks, losing a combat, or other special rules that force a morale check, the unit does not fall back and said it passes, but you select a single model in the unit and remove it from play as a casualty. Mm, okay. After you so, remove the model, yeah. um, you increase the attacks characteristic for that unit by one for the duration of the next player turn. Oh, okay. So you almost... <laughs> you mm. almost want to max... Yeah, because... Oh, if you max- maximize the squad, if you take nine ogrins and they fail leadership, and you fail leadership with one dude dying, that's yeah, you an, have additional an additional eight attacks. Tax, yeah. Well, remember, you have to get a morale check forced on them. Yes. Oh, true. So that involves losing a fight or taking 25% casualties. Yeah, you're going to lose some other things. Although, for what it's worth, if you do have to take the check, there's a very, very good chance you're going to fail because they're leadership six. Six, yeah. And so if you true. lose in a combat, you're even lower than that, so you're probably failing. But yeah, you're never going to get the whole plus eight unless... Um, you get tank shocked. Yeah, or... And someone really wants to find out. Or if you try to do the... Um, the the what uh, I forget the name of the reaction, the stand... To Ooh, hold your ground. Yeah. That is actually a morale check. If you fail it, you're oh, not going to actually run. Yeah. It's like, yeah, come on. Come on. Charge me. Charge me. Charge me. You, fail. you would you give up fail. one on that to be able to get the um to get a bunch of extra attacks. There it would be I, worth it. Yes. And it's only yes, 340 yes. points. Wait, is it 340? No, 360. It's only 360. 360 points. That's not bad. That's not a bad unit. 
Yeah. And the film they are huge. helps as well. Yeah. yeah but they uh, are big. Ogrins, sort of Ogrins are in 40s normally, right? Yeah. These yes, guys are on 60s. Which I did not believe until I saw the difference of size. The, the picture they, doesn't Ogrins, do it justice. Ogrins are not a viable substitute. I am sorry for anyone that thinks, ah, yeah, I have Ogrins at home. I'll run it. When, no, when you're, you're not. I'm sorry. If you listen to us on your smartphone or whatever, just type in Karenite Ogrins. Google and, it. And just put, just put versus Ogrins. That's all you have to do. Karenite Ogrin versus Ogrin, right? And I think it's the first image. I'm doing it right now. So I could, yep. It is one of the first images on there and just. I, it, <laughs> I can't. Yeah, the, the, the picture doesn't show you anything. It's like um, 30% taller. Sorry, it's um, on a I'd 50 mil, more. not a 40. Yeah, it's at le- It's like a it's head and shoulders taller. Like the head's on, on the top, Discord. and then there's a yeah. massive backpack. So arms on this thing are as thick as the head on a normal Ogren. When I say these yeah. things are huge, I mean they are huge. Uh, I anticipate putting it up there unless I've had to do too much editing otherwise. But yeah, yeah, the first picture, it's it's so, so much bigger. These guys are compared to a uh, – oh, crap. But the, what's the shield Ogren? I said it before. Um, uh, Bullgren, right? Bullgren, yeah. yeah. Bullgren has compa- the shield. The picture I put it up there is compared to a Bullgren. And it's- Bullgrens look like toddlers. <laughs> yeah, they look like – yeah. Yeah. There, there, there is no replacing these absolutely majestic creatures. Yeah, the the problem then is getting them because Forge World it's, is yeah, it's going to cost you. Even but, even beyond the cost, like the availability, sometimes they'll just not be available for a couple months at a time. Yeah. Um, I personally don't like the one who's showing his face. I think his face looks stupid. You might the even model it closed. Potentially, I can't. If you model it, uh, promise uh, that. Uh, yeah. They can't promise direct, that. Yeah, but it might be possible. I mean, he looks kind of dumb. I'm not a huge fan I mean, of them, Ogren's but they are very big. They, um, they actually almost look like what was uh, what was the one? I used to have I mega knobs from. Um, oh, not mega knobs. I'm sorry. I, I thought you were going to say from. Uh, where was it? I forget. Um, which I thought you were going to say this. I forget which one it was, but it was like a Polish company and all that made them. And they actually looked somewhat similar to this. I thought you were going to say they looked like this. I forgot what this was called, though, in the video game. I put it on the Discord. I'm not looking at the Discord right oh, now. Oh, Big Pappy? No. What the hell are they called? That's, de- that's definitely not a thing. A Big Daddy? No. Hold on. Um, Big yeah, Daddy from... Yeah, Big Daddy, um, yeah. From Bioshock. Yeah. Bioshock, yeah. No, I absolutely Mod- thought they looked like a Big Daddy from Bioshock. Yeah. Yep. They so I think like the if a war machine war jack would be big enough and i don't even no. know i feel no. like it's still unless they a bit change small. the size unless they change the size of them no the only thing that might reach this size is the ogroids on the 50 millimeters i don't even think the, i don't even think that gets there but i don't think they're tall enough i have them right next to me i, I don't think they're tall enough are they at least 65 70 millimeters tall why are you making me break out a centimeter ruler? Are Why they have... are, are they about three inches tall? Or two inches? Do you have a normal ruler? I could we can tell I have a you normal the version. Yeah, so I can put it in freedom right units one, for you. One inch is two point five four centimeters. I'm not doing no math. You're out of your mind. Are they three inches tall, Dan? Give me a second. I'm grabbing 
the other games workshop tape magic they have centimeters on them because once upon a time Battlefield gothic was around it was beautiful are we i'm assuming we're not counting the base right so i'll measure from the foot. not counting the base uh to the top of the tuft of the hair you're looking at two and a half inches and that's the top of the tuft so of that's the hair. 62 ish 63 uh, they're a bit small there, bud. Because if you look at yeah. the 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 Charonite, right? It's out of fifty mil base, right? So if you picture the fifty mil base turned sideways and line up with the feet, it's still like half of that again. Yeah, no. So it's like a, it's a three inch so. tall model. These things are you like they're dreadnought size, legitimately. They are box dreadnought size. It's the last unit for tonight as well. So, like, we could spend more time talking about just how absolutely insane <laughs> these things are. <laughs> I kind of want to see them in person. I'm not going to lie. I have yet to see these. I've yeah, seen I've a Mastodon seen in person. I finally got to see a Thunderhawk in person. For the you first saw time. a Mastodon in person. That's insane. I, I've seen a yeah. Mastodon. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. saw a Thunderhawk. Like, there are multiple things I've seen for the first time this past year or two, right? In terms of heresy, I have yet to see someone bring Karenites. Uh, that sounds I, like uh, I don't know. You can't ally with your other Imperials. No, I would I say that sounds like you need to ally some in. But. So, what I'm hearing is Dan needs to poke and prod Byron to get his done already. Yeah, hey, there oh, you go. Byron has him. Oh, let me face well, him right it, now. It's on his list of things to do. I'm sure Good, he's doing on, the, penal, the, uh, the penal. The penal. He listens to the podcast too. So I know he does. So he's hey, like, Byron, "Ah, Steve, you're calling right me out now. again." Yeah. All right. All right, why don't we go into some final thoughts? Um, I think Dan's messaging. So right. uh, final thought. <laughs> well, the, the the final thought I had was, "Wow, Ogren's dummy thick." Um, oh god! But uh, <laughs> no. So these slots where you're gonna get most of your getting stuff done that isn't a tank or artillery piece. Yeah. Um, you're gonna get your best anti-infantry shooting. In the elite slot with your uh, Veltaris sections, you're going to get your most like anti-elite unit shooting in that HQ slot with melt guns or plasma guns. Plasmas are rough. Probably go melters, which is painful because then you got a really short range. Um, medics are cheap. You're going to take them. Yeah. So just off the bat, just pretend you only have three elite slots. For those three, probably doing a Charonite squad. Like money's no object. You're doing a Charonite squad because they they're just gonna, squad. they're just so fun. And they won't do you, much against Terminators, but like you do two Veltaris sections. Because what else are you gonna do? You do two Veltaris, <laughs> a medic, and an Ogren. Am I wrong? Yeah. No, no, that no. Gets I, you like I, I agree. Overall, thousand twelve hundred points right there, probably. Yeah. Especially if they're in transports. Yeah, we're gonna have to see. Like I said, once once we're done with all of this, we'll do a, a proper list building episode because I think, I I you know obviously every army can play in different ways and all that kind of stuff. But I think here you're gonna see potentially some some maybe bigger variability because of how many bodies you might throw down or how many big tanks you're gonna take. Because like you said, the other two sections are essentially tanks and flyers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, we've essentially after troops, we've run through the bodies. And this is an army, I feel, that unless you're running tank companies, needs bodies. So, uh, Spoiler on the troops. It, 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 it's it's LAS guns. Well, not LAS yes. guns. It's laser guns. Yeah. The um, LAS rifles. Laser. And that's 
that that's about all there is to them. So this you is take them because you need the score, and they're required. Yup. Um, overall, I do think a lot of it's pretty interesting so far from what we've seen. I I'm curious once we see everything how varied I feel the list building is because for the moment I feel like I kind of got about a thousand points that I put together, and then I think about the rest. I'm curious once we see the rest of everything and kind of. I kind of mess around with some lists ahead of building one for it formally. How much variability I get. That's my only concern. I, you know, I, okay. I like the Velatars. I don't see me wanting to take, assuming it's like a three K list where I don't probably take quite a few units of them. Um, like I said, the, the Ogrens. Yeah, if I if I'm if I can build them, if assuming whatever you got is options there, I kind of don't know how I don't throw those in. I need something that's tougher, something that chews through infantry pretty well. It might struggle a bit against uh, two up saves, but at least it can rend and it's toughness five, has a feel no pain, like it's very survivable. I need survivability. Um, when I look at the leaders, I need the marshal because I might want to run one of the cohorts. I kind of want the tactical command tercio because I want its options. I feel like a lot of this is like, I'm going to take all most of it because I, I kind of feel like I need these things. Um, I don't feel the same as I do against again with space Marines right now, where I feel I can truly vary it up. I'm not sure how I vary this list yet, but we got more options before we get to that. So how about you, Dan, any closing thoughts? No, I mean, you kind of already, at, at the risk of repeating it, you kind of hit all of it, honestly. Yeah. That's right. I'm good at doing that. It's my thing. <laughs> um, all right. So why don't we uh, close it out for tonight then? So as always, we like to thank everyone who does listen to us. Remember, this is available on any podcatcher that you happen to use. If, it, if you can find one that's not available, let me know. I'll put it on there as well. Um, we also put all this as well as a whole bunch of other stuff on YouTube. Lately, as I said in the beginning, we have a couple battle reports. Dan, right before this, recorded um, an unboxing for his um, big old uh, Joy Toy Custode. So I'll be putting that out shortly. Um, hope is hope is maybe before you see this. I'm not sure. I have to see. I, tomorrow I have to go into it's work actually very, not bad. very early. So it's actually, you shouldn't need to do a lot. Okay. Uh, it, it should it's, be easy by like Friday. Yeah. It, I'm not yeah. It, it, it's more because I had to go into work about three plus hours more faster than I normally do tomorrow. So it just depends on what I do in that. But um, for other things we have coming up shortly, um, we have a couple more battle reports that I'm currently working on the edits for. We have plenty more of this to do. Um, I would really like to get some more conquest stuff done, especially as Steve has put his stuff together. I know over at ToyWiz, where we filmed some of the games before, they've actually now tried to sound dampen their break room a bit. So that's good for everyone. Are other people trying to record out of there? I assume. I assume you guys did it for um, yes. So variety of things. The you just don't want to hear thing... all those customers when you're relaxing. Yeah. Well, no. So <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. No. Um, so, you know, um, top table streaming. Not just for um, you know tabletop, but sometimes card games too. Yes. Um, about a month ago in February, like it was constant, constant card games. And for one of the games, um, some people actually associated with the company that made the game were like, "Hey, you know, we would like to you know commentate on the top table 
is there any way we, that we could do this? So we had a tape, the top table with the camera set up on it, had a wire running one way across the room to get an Ethernet connection, and one way going the other direction to get to the computers. Uh, so mm -hmm. the top table had a camera set up over it, and in that break room, so um, their comments wouldn't interfere with the actual game being played because you know you don't want to give information to players while they're playing the game. Oh, of course. Um, you know they were just you know commenting like like you know oh you know he got this card out. I wonder if the opponent's going to counter with, play with this, let it through to save that for later, and you know whatever. So it's something that you know we've thought about for years, like on and off. It's been a discussion, and finally, we're like yeah, mm -hmm. let's. Let's start getting this going. Yeah. Well, I know. I, I mean, I know we recorded out of there. I'm sure we're going to record some more stuff. Our biggest thing is that. Do, actually, do you have? Do you use a laptop? Because that's the thing. My laptop wouldn't work for any of this. We could. So I can't do it if Dan's not there. I don't know if you actually have a laptop that we could ever use to record stuff if Dan happens to not be there. So um, my work laptop that I use for our 3D printing stuff also has OBS yeah. on it. Okay. So yeah, we could. Okay, so that does give us some good options because I mean, like maybe in the future I'll I'll have one, but right now I just don't have one. My work laptop they locked it down, so it's essentially <laughs> a potato. <laughs> oh much. no. Yeah, uh, that's fine. I mean, I understand why they did it, so it, it it's fine, and we got them for free. So, but and I need it for work purposes, but I just can't use it for much else. I tried to open a book earlier today and it gave me an issue about the one thing I didn't have downloaded. It's like, yeah, you can't download that. I was like, all right, that's fine. Um, all right. So you guys will have some more recording stuff. Um, what is like that on the YouTube? I went to open a book, but I didn't have the right software downloaded. Yeah, I know. Well, I didn't want to say how <laughs> dystopian that sounded, but hey, I kept my mouth we shut. We are in a modern age. <laughs> yeah. I like, I open physical books anymore. Get out of here. Modern does not equal good. <laughs> they don't even send us physical copies of textbooks anymore. It's all digital. Oh, Fun fact: yeah. they don't send physical. Uh, they don't send reviewers physical copies of rule books anymore either. Now they send them digitally. No, well, they should. I mean, that's uh, that that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, but so we we do have a few things coming up. We have some other things recording. Um, if you only listen to us on a podcatcher and you don't follow on YouTube, we still do ask that you subscribe on it because that actually does help us out a lot. We've been growing nicely, which is good. The other thing we did put out is we did put out a Patreon for anyone who both has the means and, you know, feels that they're getting out of value. We ask that you just take a look at it. Of course, like we said, nothing useful, whatever would be locked behind it. Um, all right. Other than that, I think we'll close it out for the evening. Um, so on behalf of all of us here, have some good hobbying. It's a great gaming.